Alright, so the concept the concept of an index card. Yeah. What it, okay, I was gonna say when I first like presented it to you, what was the person that came to your mind? Well, you chose the word, you chose the wording for me, uh, but that was fine. Okay, that was fine. Yeah. Um, what what in reality it is like since then, mm -hmm. um, and this is something that like, I've had for at least six months now. Yeah. To what you're like, it all started when I was like, man, let me just go ahead and start taking notes and stuff because I'm super unorganized regularly. Let, okay. Yeah. You're it, gonna, it before has, I get into that, it has to start off. It, I think the conversation has to, about it has to start off uh, on what it's not. So okay. I think it definitely has to separate it from the concept of using index cards to study. Right. So, like um, that's that's more that that more has to do with the spacing effect. Exactly. Where like you're, you want to cram information onto something and just be like, hey, yeah. your teacher's like, we have an exam. Do a eight by four index card, however large it is, so that you can compartmentalize exactly. that information. And you know, I have big handwriting, so you already know that's the problem for me. Yeah. So like at, at its core, it's not that. But right. if like your mind had to relate it to that, mm -hmm. it would be something like. Uh, like if, if I'm being the highest, go ahead. Like, when do you see index cards like normally used type thing? Like, for you or just, you know, like people? just people in general? Because I feel like if you're not an actor on stage reading your lines or something like that, I'll like, don't call you know, like, when you're like, index cards. I'm getting to that. Okay, okay. I'm okay. talking about like generally when you see an index card, it's like Regis Phil Benner, somebody who's like, all right, our next guest or this or this is going to be right yeah. off the index card type thing. Like, American Idol, they announce you're going to Hollywood. Well, for in a professional setting, use index cards. Well, index are sticky notes to, you know, but yeah. I feel like sticky notes will have the lost that appeal. But I guess it's relevant for us for students. <laughs> yeah, right. Specifically, like, yeah. So, this age of like development. It's separating the, the idea of index cards from a tool to being, uh, uh, like, to be used as studying. Right. Um, it's intimate with your daily life now. Ish. Ish, okay. It, how so? It's still a tool. Right, but instead you're looking at like your the way that you process information. Yeah. No, not even information. Your thoughts, the way that you process emotions, and, okay. and when I say process, I mean like articulating one and then remembering because it's hard to remember like uh, a realization in the energy that you realized it. Like yeah, you. you, you I see what you're saying. Like, you are the only type of person that can look at an index card and know exactly what you're trying it's to say. In that thing. moment, yeah. It's like, it's the closest thing to memory outside of your head. Yeah, exactly. So it triggers, it triggers the emotional reaction that you had the last time that you touched the card. Mm -hmm. And your mind is able to identify the core. Right. The core Constance. elements that you're trying to explore. Ace, that is not, that's, that's, that's the size elements of it. Yes. Like, an index card is not an entire paper that you're writing or something. No, it, focus, it forces you to focus your attention. Exactly. Rather, like, rather, rather if you are concise or not. Exactly. But only you're going to have that specific language of, okay, this abbreviation means that, or yeah. this statement refers to this. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's relevant. It's relevant because all those pieces come together, mm. right? So now, the last time that I touched this card, like it was when I had an epiphany right. that, oh man, I, I, you know, I learned this aspect of, I learned about this aspect of myself that I really didn't know kind of existed. Mm -hmm. That's the emotion from the last time I touched this card. Right. To 
okay, this whatever symbol that I drew on the card, you know, um, represents how I tried to summarize that to my own self. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of what came to mind when you when you, when you brought up the the concept of the index card. I mean, for me, that's how I used it. Is dude, I have stacks. Yeah, no, I haven't even thrown away half my index cards. Yeah, just in this like semester alone. Yeah, and it's it's sobering. Yeah, it is using that instead of a journal because a journal like attached to it is like if I could speak to that like most people nowadays don't even read like consistently. I'm one. I know. I am people. For me, says I, I mean, I'll be honest. You know, sure. Like I see, I have two journals that I use. But they're barely filled in. Not because I don't have the time to write. I'm always writing. But I just feel like it's overwhelming to have to go to a book physically, like a you know book format, scroll through pages just to find what I'm looking for, which is a blank sheet, and say, okay, let's start here. And one say okay, one say what I really what I really think play a, a large role. I think it's because we're more more te- technological, like over a line. Yeah. We're, or that didn't come out right. Like we're more reliant on technology. Um, for for those types of interactions with ourselves. What do I mean? Like, I can watch 35 YouTube videos today where, like, my mind is being blown about things that I, like, didn't know. Yeah. We're looking at, like, the polar arctic ice caps. Ice caps yesterday. Like, Gondwana and Pangea. Like, I had never heard of that in my life. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not even going to get into, like, an atten- attention span. Mm-hmm. But, you know... On top of that, with school we're being, we're being taught to, you know, be more critical thinkers, right? But concise, concise with your writing. And there we are. Uh, concise with expressions. You're concise with your research. Yeah. Concise with, um, like articulation. Like concise. So it. So naturally, I think what's going to happen is we're going to, you know, the best means for us to communicate, even to ourselves or discover within ourselves, it's going to start to mirror the way that our mind generally, um, you know, that word. And <laughs> that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy you say that, though, because even when you're doing, you know, those summarizations or you're reading and compiling information, it's always in a language that somebody else has to understand or grasp. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And that's the hardest thing because it's not good enough for somebody. Yeah. You may pour 30 hours into a paper and somebody looks at it and says, well, I just don't understand what you're talking about here. Yeah, like, it's wordy. unclear. Yeah, it's unclear, wordy, or you get like word choice. Like, why did you say that instead of this? And yeah. Like, but I know what I was trying to say. Yeah. I know what I'm trying to communicate. These are my thoughts and apparently it's not good enough. Like, you think that pressure plays a little hurt? No, I am a little hurt. I think that pressure plays a role into like, why the index card feels more than just another note-taking device. I think, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, outside of you actually not having anyone to judge it, you're you're, you're having to do the exact opposite. Right. Where it's not, this is not about judgment, it's about, um, it's about, not entertainment, but, you're trying, you're engaging. Yeah. You're trying engagement. That's it. I think self-engagement is self-engagement. It's a trigger for self-engagement. Exactly. You know, like if you have, like for instance, if I were doing a card about this podcast, mm-hmm. right? This is obviously the first podcast that you've had with someone on your own. Yeah, my own personal. Right. Advice. 
on top of that, we're talking about like uh, this is something that's like for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, a, 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 we're creating. Okay. Oh, this is it. Go ahead. This is it. Fundamentally, the value that the index card offers a person, or the index card concept offers a person, you can probably go deeper into actually how to do that manually, right? Like in another thing. But what it offers a person is, it's not competency. It's okay. capacity. Can you explain that a little bit more? So you have you through the through the through using index cards or whatever means that focuses your attention uh, while combining the emotional experience of whenever you 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 achieve your realization, whatever does that for you, right? It creates more capacity for you to. Uh, review and relive experiences and or um, realizations. Okay, so it's like priming you almost. It's literally, it's almost yeah. like, yeah, it's like a song. And you're like, when the artist creates the song, the artist will never experience what the audience, the audience does, right? Yeah. Except when the artist first heard the song before it was created. That's painful for them though. <laughs> you would think so. I would think so, because like, it depends. you can't recapture that feeling. You go to a stage show and you're performing your songs live and it's like, I feel nothing to it. Exactly. It's just lyrics. But somebody in the audience is like, oh man, I'm gonna, you know, experience this in a totally different way with my girlfriend. Like, we played this song when we first kissed. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, in that light. But let, what, what happens when the artist when their song is playing on the radio and they're waking up Saturday morning next to, you know, yeah, their their boyfriend like, or girlfriend. I mean, they're hearing themselves. That's a different experience. Right. You know what I mean? They change too. True. And I think that's another thing that, that's pretty awesome about the index card, uh, or at least how I've used it in times past. Like, I've particularly used it specifically to, um, to um, basically have a live recording yeah. of a thought like this is the closest yeah it's I, to like a tape recording yeah I was forced to discover this because I was like okay I don't trust my memory no literally you're the one who put me on stage. yeah I was like I can't remember I want to remember things specifically my thoughts I'm not even talking about experience yes and nine times out of ten most of our thoughts are faulty memories and like if I try to remember what happened yesterday I'm throwing in an extra beat so that literally yeah isn't that isn't that like a it's a thing where yeah, no, yeah, you remember it literally how you last remember it like, yeah yeah depending on your emotional experience which is what we were saying facts but I can trust my yeah. expression though exactly because that's intimate with who you are ours yeah outside like yeah. I can lose my that's your DNA yeah that's Walter's language nobody can take that away from Period, and I think that's what the index and the index card concept, how I use it at least at its core, does. And people use different mediums, right? Some people use paints, right? Right. But I don't think I can be as dynamic with that. Like, for instance, I have like one brush stroke. It doesn't mean okay, go buy eggs. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Or you know, it doesn't represent. You can't summarize something or be used as a tool. So, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot more that can be done, especially for people in our generation. Um, our generation being, uh, what? We're a gen... Well, I, I don't ever trust those things, man. I feel like if you were born in the 1990s... <laughs> forward, you're in our generation. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But deeper, though, outside of... Or one of the things that makes the index card concept, like, 
that re- that makes it remain relevant, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the systems or problems, relevant problems that makes that a relevant solution is acknowledging um, acknowledging our memory and how it works, like collective, like how our like our trained memory works. Yeah. And I mean that's a thing in itself, right? Is there society expectations of how you well, how and what you should remember? Right. Um, like when my parents were growing up, I mean granted the Haitian. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to remember textbooks, yeah, like memorize them. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I, that's that's not even talking about government policies. That's not talking about like it was it was more based on rote instead of rote memory instead of like you know you are um, you come in contact with information or something like that and you summarize it. Exactly. And that's something that's what you're gonna take with you. And now I can judge your summarization, right? Because that tells me about, you know, how liberal, how conservative, mm-hmm. how modern, how, you know, um, yeah, so with with us, I think collectively, our our memory is tied to the um, the expression of the of, of whatever experience, rather be external and internal. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, like fundamentally, that I had to realize. Like, okay, so I can't remember something unbiasedly in terms of, like, let's say I'm thinking of how do I become a man, right? Right, and I I created the twelve ends of manhood for Walter, mm-hmm. and whatever experience surrounded that or encouraged that. I can't remember that the way that I want to. And, you know, maybe I am, I'm a little more visual combined with um, my personality type that says I, I'm really triggered by, you know, people. Okay. <laughs> That's odd all of a sudden. So yeah. now I have to find some weird and unique way to capture that moment outside of how I'm going to remember that. Exactly. So, hence the index card concept. Do you think that the index card prioritizes memory or keeping on track with like your day-to-day like self? Like, I, do you understand how those are two different things? Yeah, yeah. The verb of it actually is um, it's the, consistency. The verb of it is the memory. Okay. Right. Yeah. The, like you're doing memory-oriented tasks. Work. That's yeah. what that is. But. The um, I would honestly say adverb the ly <laughs> is it, it would be it wouldn't be the everyday because I don't write down yeah things I write down things personally like, oh, I know for a month yeah like I'll write down six or seven things like I want to accomplish this okay so, see you're using it to like, to ta- uh, to like, accomplish tasks. tasks okay yeah maybe I'm that's my bias it, no that's what I was saying at the beginning where okay. like separating it from like for me like when we were talking about. The X marks the spot, right? Where it's like the different aspects, the crossroads of, of who you are, routine, yeah. your wants, your obligations, your and your health, right? Like those four things are when you're at your best. How I came to that, uh-huh. or the moment I came to that, was I was uh, what? Oh, we had just finished watching One Piece. Yes. And I was walking back to Spalding, uh-huh. and. We had a conversation about um, wants, someone's wants, someone in our circle's wants. And what came to mind was how, like, uh, it was analogous with the four C's in, in one piece. Yeah. So that image of the four C's meeting together, right. grand line, right? 
east, west, north, south, blue. And how they, but they all were, all were interwoven into how the red line is the center of it. So then I was like, oh, that reminds me of like the different aspects of myself that I want to target. Interesting. Boom. In that moment, now I have an image. Uh, you have a visual that, connection. A visual connection. And I write that visual connection out on the, on the index card. Oh. But I haven't touched that yeah. for another two months until I'm ready to now process that. Right. You see what I'm saying? But the, the next time that I touch the index card, guess what I remembered? That exact moment. Yes. Exactly. The snapshot. This, the, uh, yeah. Emotional snapshot. That's your like filing cabinet for memory. Boom. Yeah. That's because, the same. Because now I, I know my brain is going to remember the energy. Like my brain is, my memory is not going to actually remember the moment what really articulated yeah. well. You're just going to say, oh, the four corners make an X. Boom. But the actual concept is. The actual concept. Yeah. I can, I can always deduce my expression. Mm. <laughs> you said, yeah, behind the you're like, oh, yeah, bro. Literally, <laughs> literally, I don't, I don't want to know yourself better than you. I, you yeah. You walk back so to I, I can look at this and be like, oh, this was motivated by the one piece. Right. And each of these things, it took me like a year and a half to realize that mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, financial health played a big role for me. Exactly. My routine is how I've been moving you know, how I move day to day. My wants is honestly what my ambition yeah, drives me. Yeah. And obligations is a cost that I have to pay to move forward. Mm. No one will be able to figure that no. out. Somebody looks at that and they're like, oh, that's oh, nice. You like the letter X, cool. You see something? Yeah. Saying? So that, that's where it comes together, where the, the purpose of the index card is not to remember the concept. It's to re-experience it. Can you say that one more time? Because I write that down. <laughs> the, the purpose of the index card is not to think. Oh, I can't write that. <laughs> the purpose of the index <laughs> card is it's not, not to remember the concept, but to re-experience it. I got it. And I probably would have added in the emotional context that you discovered. That's that's what it is. Right? Yeah. And then. An added bonus is that I use symbols to represent thoughts or experiences. Mm -hmm. So every time I touch the card, I'm reliving that moment along with deciphering that symbol, experience, that thought. Mm -hmm. But mind you, I separate my processing from my discovery. Right. And I'm okay with the space. I think that's the most important thing. No, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with the space. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people don't remember, like, thinking is hard, man. Like, that's why I say we, our relationship with our memory. Exactly. Because we're coming in with so many and so much information. But we're, we get sensory overload on the daily. So, but if we separate it, we won't. Exactly. If we say, yo, if I say, I'm going to take specific times to sit down and understand exactly what's going on. What, what happened last week? Yeah. Then you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. It's just like like when you're reading a text, a text was supposed to be read like a book. Exactly. The first time you read to the textbook, you're just looking at, at what the chapter is, what yeah. it is about. The overview. You end up looking at the summary. Then you go back and look at the bolded text. Then you read the first, you've read the thing three times. Right. But how many times do we spend going, re-experiencing thoughts, experiences, or memories? Bro, every day. Like, no, how many times? Intentionally. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So heck yeah, you're gonna be sensory overgrowth. Facts. So that's what dreams are, honestly. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. It is a whole other conversation. You can't tell the audience. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So 
it's crazy because that separation time period is what really makes the distinction with the index card from any type of other like journaling or any type of processing like when you when you see somebody journaling it's like a whole like outburst like you know when you still like a bucket of paint and it just makes like an ink blot type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what journaling is like for people because it's just an emotional exhaustion, you're splattering your entire self. And at the end of the day, like it's it's a mess, but it's your mess. Yeah. But you didn't process any of that. You just vomited. You know, and it's it's gross, it's icky, but it felt good. Yeah, and for me a journal is like a clone of myself that doesn't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the captain's log. But that's like, yeah, yeah, honestly. It's just a detailed record of this is what happened today. I went to do this, then I did this, and then the day was over. Given an or- oral transcription outside of the emotional context of what was happening. Yeah. And like 100% benefit of the doubt that the reader, or, or no, that the writer, writer is entirely biased. And the reader will completely understand. Exactly. And I mean, that, and that works in some moments, right? Like, I think, like, when you're. When your emotions are like hyper, hyper, hyper yes. how does that work? Un- unstrung type thing or hyper? Yes, hyper exacerbated. Yeah. Something English, man. That. Yeah. When your emotions are that, then you need that because we usually, you know, look for people to do that. Like, right. if I, if you call up the boys, like, yo, man, let me holler at you. This whole thing happened. Yeah. You're, you're gonna be quiet for the next 15 minutes as I just ramble, and you have to trust that I was. I'm making good use of your time and that you're completely right in what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, like, why am I going to hear Walter Ray for 20 minutes and be like, dang, man, I got to go verify the truth. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, but if you, but moving, if you want to move forward within yourself, uh-huh. then you need a memory that you can use as evidence. Exactly. And this is great for that because not only will you, you're trusting the emotion that you can check, like, you know what I mean? That you can honestly check to see if hey, was I in this emotional state? Yeah, I was. Right. This was, I was so like, happy to be alive when I discovered X marks the spot. Like it was just, like I found gold almost. I can right. trust that that's true. And then when I look at the representation and I decode it, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's why that was so amazing. Damn, I'm re-experiencing this joint life. And now I can do something about it now because my intent matches. matches. Yeah. yeah. So check this out question. Maybe answer. <laughs> when you share an index card, because it's so specific to you, so it's almost like impersonal to share with somebody else. How do you feel about that? That's great. Do you feel like index cards should be privated or shared? Oh, with people? Yeah. Oh, you mean like actually looking at my index card or sharing the concept of it? I think they're both. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, like first just sharing it in general. And like being the concept of it, showing them an index card. Like, oh, hey. I don't really show people in my index cards. Like, mm-hmm. ex- I like I may show in, uh, for instance, let's say I'm talking to you or I'm interacting with you, friend or not. Yeah. Uh, and what kind of what we're talking about? Okay, we're building on something, right. and we get to a point in our conversation where it's just like. Whoa. Yeah, new revelation. Yeah, or I need to, like, I want to bring forth a concept or discovery that I found, mm-hmm. like, to edify the, the conversation. Then I'm like, all right, give me a second, let me look at this index card so I can kind of decode this. Yeah. Like, you literally I, ran out of the room, like, oh, hold on, let me go grab this. Let me go look at this, I can show you. Yeah. Now, but check it. You, the way that you're experiencing it, you're just experiencing the decoding of the symbolism. For instance, just like this X marks the spot. 
unless I told you the emotional um, energy associated to this, you would not know how significant or exactly. non-significant it was to me. And that goes beyond just the interaction we had. You've been watching that show for years. Years. Yeah. You understand that. Yeah. That's an example. Because you understand that I shared the like the context of putting that concept together. Right. But I can share that with or a stranger and this will be valuable to them right. without them not knowing, knowing how deep it is how deep or personal it is to me right. so I can be so I can de-associate myself from the card yeah by not revealing the emotional energy attached to that's it that's powerful and- <laughs> <laughs> bro it's like a so in terms of the card that's how I kind of how you segmented it yeah. So that I can be able to share it with people. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Like now when you break it down in a different context, like your social circle, when you yeah. really want yeah. to be able to talk to my girlfriend, then that's yeah. like, then she'll like, wait, didn't you, uh, this, and this symbol looks so familiar. Yeah. And she's like, oh, wow, that's, you know, yeah. Like the people who have the shared influence on what you present. Shared knowledge of Shared knowledge of self. Yes. Yeah. That and then how you how they know you to represent yourself and your expression plays a huge role into so like sitting down together. Hey y'all, I'm gonna really explain everything that's been going on just generally. Yes. You take the memory, then you take the experience and you bridge. Well, it's not the memory. It's not just these. Remember, the only memory related to this is the emotional memory. I was gonna use that as the. Oh, okay. okay. That, that's the emotional yeah. connection between the two. Yeah. 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 So. It's insane. It is. So that's how I do with the cards itself. But the concept, the concept, I'm much more liberal. Like I don't need to. I don't need to show you the the. Uh, mind you, how I process things. I, I use. I like imagery. Yeah. Not just drawing, drawing but symbol. like symbol yeah. symbolism. Like hieroglyphics were the you best thing. You showed me one. Like, it was the the block <laughs> thing, and you had like lines coming out of it type thing. Yes. Yes. Like. Yeah. No one would have known what that meant. No. Is everything was a different color and yeah, just square. Or even in my room, remember when I had that thing and yeah. it was a different language, like Latin, but exactly. different parts of the statement. Right. And it's like I know what what I think about Latin culture, what Dutch language. You know what I mean? Right. So no one can re-experience that the way that I can. So I and I think that personal language with with yourself is what's so important. That I think we're missing. We're being in our generation. Right. We don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really don't. We're great at like, you know, watching 200 videos and being able to go on about your day. 25 pages on this thing. Yeah. And you and you only watch 20 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah. We're great at doing that, but when it comes to looking at how I experience those 200 videos, right, and how that will affect my tomorrow, I can't create a. a a system within myself to reflect. I think systems is the key yeah. to all this thing. Period. Yeah. Like that's, that, a whole, that's a whole. That's a whole. That's a conversation. Yeah. 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 Like, I guess just a little bit more on that. Like, how I do, <laughs> I'm excited. Man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, how I do my index card. Like, this isn't an index card right here. It's a sheet of paper. You're thinking. Yeah, but I, it's it's a it was a bigger platform at the time because we were already talking about the experts spot. Yeah. I had a flow chart of things I wanted to accomplish that week. I like having lists because I take myself week by week in terms of life. Question. Yeah. Lists, do you use lists to get things done or to think? To think mostly. So you use a list over this. 
oh no, this is this is what I'm getting into. Like, how it works better than a list. Yeah. So I can write down like you know groceries. Like, hey, get this, get that. Talk to this person. Wash your clothes. That's a list. That's a list to me. Okay. Yeah. Like you know, it's a to do list. Check things off as you go. Yeah. But for this, I did a web type thing where at the center I just wrote this week. And it's either a word or a circle, and everything's interconnected. I feel like that kind of systematic thing works so well for me. But and I think it's also a flowchart. It is a flowchart. I don't think that's a list. A list is six boxes, and to the right of each box is a line item to be completed. Yeah. Like, I don't think these are completions. Like, shoot. I said this week, I'm doing it this week. <laughs> it's yeah. not done at the same time. Yeah. Like, one of them. This week could be next week. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because I'm actually doing most of it at the time. Next, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the branches is work and clean your room. That's relevant always. Yeah. You know? So yeah, the way in which I put it together, like it's a flow chart, but not even. It's just the systems get deeper and deeper. And I, that's how I like to experience it, man. It, it excites me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the, that, that's the thing with the flow chart. It's the closest thing to um, like unfinished art or like yeah. reflecting like the pattern of your thinking. But the thing is, I think we're so linear in how we do floor charts. I think that's just personally yeah. us. Oh, flow, floor charts? Floor, floor charts. Flow charts. <laughs> English as a second language. language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it's really up to you to, to, you have to discover that. You have to you find have to, that out. And maybe, is there like a psychological, psychological concept that you can kind of relate that to? It is. Um, what would you... <laughs> Say it one more time. We can do that. Like, I can do like a bonus thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can take you through it. Say, yeah. say the question one more time. So, like, how can, what psychological concept leads to personalizing your, the systems of expression, systems of thought, systems of um, discovery, mm -hmm. um, rather, that can be external or internal discovery? I think if you play around, like this is just me interpreting. Just go, just go. Yeah. yeah, if you play around with the concept of the id, the ego, and the superego, I think you how do that? You have your emotions and desires running red, like your your you know your sex, your, yeah, your yeah. desires, like yeah. before, like your sexual desires through your id. Mm -hmm. um, and That's super right. ego wants to, yeah, sexuality. Uh -huh. Super ego wants to keep everything in check, like total, like bring everything back onto order. I think I lost one. How do you respond to that? <laughs> anyway, that, that's where your ego comes into play because it's like you have to create a connection with your inner voice oh, and your rationalization for your ego to literally say, hey, I know what's too much and what is too, you know, and what is too wild and what is too restricted. Because that's what the human struggle is. It's about are not being like a monster in society, whether that means that you're the mute person that walks around judging everybody or the unhinged psychopath committing crimes, you know? I, I, dude, like, I, but I, like, this is George Peterson stepping in. Okay. I definitely agree with this statement. Mm -hmm. um, this statement being like, but you have to be on some level a monster. Yes. Like, you have to have some potential for, some potential for danger, mm -hmm. um, but tame. Yeah, and that's the whole concept. Like, so you don't want to hear one is that sign of a strong e. What is it? A strong ego. Could I cut super ego connection? Here's the thing. Like, none none of the two should be in overbalance. You don't even want perfect balance. I would say either. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I say control the id, again, you don't want to be a monster committing crimes. How do I measure? One is greater. One is more biologically developed. I think that's like reflected through personality. Like, should I have more? 
emotion than I do rationalization. That's because, that's your personal experience. Because the proportion to rationalization is one to two for uh, emotion. Let's right? say this: you have a dark thought every single day. Correct. Okay. At least uh, as a general. Per- like, do you want me to answer that question? No, not yourself. Okay, like, I don't want to be judged. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has at least one dark thought today. They're like, oh, I could do this thing that's accepted by society as bad. Or, yeah, yeah. some society. Most, your society that you live in and contacts that are okay. it's just abstract. Yeah. It's, it's a bad thing. You can decide to say, no, I won't do that. But you still have the thought. What if you, all, you always have an inclination to decide what you want to do. That's it. The ego is your free will. Yes. You can choose to be a monster. You can choose to be super conservative. Right. Either one is a bad path to choose per se. I don't know. But at the end of the day, being in too much of one context results in a mismanaged lifestyle according to growth and, and true. And you're you're punished by society. You are. Either way. Either way. Even if you're in the middle ground, and that's just a limitation on society. I don't want to get into all Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I almost, you almost want to like think of, what do you think of a bear curve, bell curve? Like, okay, what can I do that most of society will accept me? Mm-hmm. So like, out of the, what, eight billion now? Yeah. People, most of them will like, you know, not look at me like I am a, a you know, untamed monster, right? Or that I am so unauthentic to the human experience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but what I'm trying to understand is like, does that, is that directly correlated to the relationship that your ego and super ego, is it, did I say that yeah. right? Have with one another, like, it is, like, that outside. Is there a, uh, what's that word, an archetype of, Ooh. like, of relation between that, you are, you will be rewarded rather than because, rather if it's because as a man, that proportion of ego to super ego or whatever it is he will personify as a masculine or maybe not masculine maybe feminine man yeah society's reward that currently i don't have the current like framework for that yeah that's recent yeah i love that concept because it's so true actually let's make a card about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) we have like a pilot index card let's talk about the index card man yeah no but like easily like there has to be a way for that because you have to be rewarded on some level to keep stimulating the edit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the super ego, like, there has to be a dangling carrot for the super ego to want to be conservative. Most definitely. Like, if there's no peace for you of mind to say, I can be comfortable in doing this, then you're not going to do it. But we should, true. I think we should look at it outside of our paradigms of seven minutes as Christians. Right. Well, um, yeah, I go with that for now. Mm-hmm. Because our the society that we kind of really seek validation towards is really small right compared to the masses right so how yeah oh that's a whole nother yeah we're, we're getting too off off topic okay no. i mean what you could i mean we're talking about the index card yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about the index card i i want to wrap up that conversation okay go ahead wrap it. one last thing go ahead look. so for everybody that's listening right now how would you encourage them to incorporate the index card into life and how can they make their own index card? The practice of the index card or the concept of the index card? There's a huge difference. They've gotten the concept through the discussion, I would say. So you're talking about the practice? The practice, yes. Well, that's the thing. That's like, every, I don't, I don't I want everybody could have an index card. I don't want everybody to have an index card. One, because then I have to get, the, get into the index card industry. <laughs> Privatizing yeah, the right. cards. <laughs> Like, I think, okay, every concept yeah. worth sharing has a practice. Yes. Can we agree? Yeah. All right. 
So the practice of the index card for me, mm -hmm. um, and I think for a lot of people who are experiencing higher education or our our education system, right, will find themselves trained <laughs> in a way that will make them susceptible to what this practice okay. will offer, right. right? But someone who you know. Yeah, somebody who's gone their own their way. Path. Yeah, like you know, I mean, somebody with the you know pursuing trade like a trade. Mm -hmm. It's unlikely that the index card concept would work for them. Like they may not like writing much. Right. They may not like you know use symbolism. I so, see what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. the concept the concept of it is what I would it really push them to do. And the concept of it is um is is finding finding hmm, not finding. Because you have to know it, honestly. I think there is a level of finding. Finding your, yourself okay. and giving yourself the space. Universally, you have to realize that you don't remember words. You don't remember. Except the fact that your memory is not reliable. You don't remember that best. Yeah. You have to train that. Yeah. What you do remember best is emotional energies. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, if you, when you, if you, uh, mind you, I'm not a you know psychologist. Yeah, I mean, none of us are. Says the psychologist. When you realize, at least for me, when I realized that, yo, I remember emotions best. Believe it or not, when I look at somebody, I I experience the the, uh, the emotions of the last time or our relationship. You kind of understand? Yeah. So, our first, they have to acknowledge that and start to to have themselves look at the emotional energy, the emotional context of their experiences, rather that be external or internal, mm -hmm. right? And starting to identify with that, that's the first thing. Then finding, um, finding how they best um, express yeah. what they feel, think um, about things. So it may be a conversation. It may be writing, it may not be, it may be doing something, creating something, right? Like you said, art, art, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. And then lastly, lastly, this is more like cognitive, like realizing that your brain needs help focusing. Yes. So wielding the focus, like realize that whether you do it consciously or not, you're going to focus. Mm -hmm. So be conscious about the focus to, you know, to, to, to decrypt, or is that the word? Yeah, yeah, to decrypt the emotional energy and context of how you express it. That's how it comes to I like that. Yeah. He's like a professor right hey, now. Man. <laughs> yeah, just a business major. Just a business major? Yeah, you're gonna be the one to privatize the index card industry. No. <laughs> oh, man. But, dude, thank you for having me on, man. Oh, I appreciate you being on. Hopefully, I think I talked too much. No, I think it'll be fine. So, uh, thank you for listening to Be More Vocal. Um, tune in next time for when we talk about more concepts with our guests. And I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye. I could have done that better, huh? Yeah, I'm going to do it better. <laughs>